Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me, as always, is the beat writer of the 3-0 preseason Giants, Chris Bisignano, the heart of Giants Nation. Chris, before we get started, I want to give a thank you to the Media Captain for sponsoring our podcast. The Media Captain offers web design and digital marketing services for small and medium-sized businesses. The owner of the Media Captain is a big-time Giants fan and would love to help your business grow its online presence. Visit Jason Parks at TheMediaCaptain.com for more information. Once again, that's TheMediaCaptain.com. Twitter account, at TheMediaCaptain. Buddy, very hard for me. I'm a buffoon. Uh, I'm very excited right now. I know preseason means nothing, but in the, in the words, the immortal wisdom of, of Bill Parcells, he said, see that thing up there? They keep score for a reason. So the Giants are, are right. 3-0 in preseason. <laughs> uh, lots to discuss, I, and I want to get started first on our backup quarterback, uh, clearly our backup quarterback, and man, um, another box check, buddy, huh? Yep. He's checked them all, right, my friend? Oh, my God, it's awesome. He's checked them all. I mean, all that's left, talked about it on Twitter a little while ago, all that's left is success in a regular season game, and that we will find out probably later on in the season. Okay? Yep. Um, everything else? He has checked off the one, you know, last night he got crelled on a pass attempt by Carl Lawson, came right back and hit Darius Slayton down the sideline with a nice pass. So check off another box, you know. Um, yeah, all that's left is, you know, a defensive coordinator game playing against them and having success in a game. That's to me is all that's left, bud. Buddy, what I saw yesterday, uh, he was drilled. <clears throat> and, um, you know, I'm a little concerned. We can get into what we're concerned about with this team. Uh, right. one, one of which, Nate Solder, just Olang, looking a lot like uh, Will Beatty back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. The hit that Jones took, man, I, I, I think I told you this earlier. It reminded me of the hit, and it was a regular season game, but when McDougal drilled Eli his, his rookie year uh, in Philly. And he just thought, oh, welcome to the, the NFL, Manning. Right. And that was right. at the end of the game. The, the, the Giants were losing. Uh, there was no real hope for victory, but this was, and this was only preseason, but man, the resiliency of the kid to come back and make that throw to a guy that you've been talking about Slayton, right. um, man, I know that, uh, you know, people call me Gettleman Homer, but I am so excited right now about this team. I know it's got flaws, but you're a Giants fan, man. Uh, my God, how can you not be a little pumped right now? Well, you have to be pumped, man. When you, when you see that they're going to hand the reins to this kid Jones and you see and you have to feel comfortable with that, right? You have to say to yourself, man, we're going to go from Eli to this kid. Yeah. Uh, and this kid's going to run with the organization for 10, 15 years. Whatever and, and, it might be. and to clarify everybody out there, what, what Chris means by that is you went from a two-time Super Bowl champion, not going from Eli, the, you know, the, the one who's criticized all the time. I mean, going from a, a 15, now 16-year right. veteran who's won twice – to this kid who looks like the real deal. So anyway, sorry, Chris. Right. No, 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 no. Just, just, you know, you have to feel comfortable with that. I mean, everybody had doubts. No question about it. But when you look at this kid, Jones, um, you have to say to yourself, as a Giants fan, I'm real happy, man. When Eli, if this is Eli's last year, we're going to hand the reins to Jones in 2020. And we are going to roll, hit the ground running, man. Uh, yeah. So there's going to be rough spots, no question about it, rough patches and all that, and you know, with Jones. But, man, you know. Um, now, Jerry, can I get into something? Uh, Chris, you don't even have to ask, buddy. Go for it. 
Okay, thank you, my friend. <laughs> by the way, okay. by the way, real quick, I don't know why, <laughs> yeah. but on a Don Rickles kick on YouTube lately, right. and I was watching him on Johnny Carson, and one thing Carson did with Rickles was he just let him go, and I was like, right. ah, this is this is me and Chris, and I, you know, we can <laughs> interchange Carson and Rickles, me and you, but this is how it's supposed to be. Just let him go, let him entertain. So go for it, buddy. Right. So Jones, everybody is talking about. Well, it's preseason games. It's not that impressive. Yep. Okay. It went from that to, ah, it's a second string defense, it's third string, is it all that? It's not impressive. Right. Okay. It went from that to last night when I put on Twitter, guess what, folks? This is against the Bengals ones. Okay? Yeah. And then you hear people tweeting, well, you know what? The Bengals stink. <laughs> yeah, right. Which I didn't realize the Bengals stink, but I didn't think their, their defensive defense, line looks really good. <laughs> I don't think their defense really stinks. I mean, if you look at their roster, okay, they had Lawson who got injured last year. He was on he was on pace for like 13 sacks. Geno Atkins is a double digit sack guy from the defensive tackle position. Their two safeties are excellent, Sean Williams and Jesse Bates. Uh their corners are all right. It's not a bad defense that people try to describe. All right. And folks, this is where not to kiss Chris's butt here, but this is where Chris goes off on most football fans like I'm a Giants expert and as is Chris but Chris knows the rest of the NFL as well or better than most but go ahead well thank you buddy but I just don't like when you say that and you know and you say okay it, now is it a top flight defense no but it's not a bad defense okay right. so now people say well you know, Bengals it's a bad defense uh, and I'm saying to myself okay I, I mean I'm sorry are we do we want to steal curtain march in here and he has to do it against them <laughs> And then I get this, and then you see this, and this is what you know. It's just like, come on. I mean, then, then you see this today. It's like, well, okay, so it was against the ones, but they're not elite corners. We have to wait for them. To, we have to wait for them to pass against, uh, do some things against elite corners, whatever that means. Right. Like you know, it's the job of the receivers to separate from elite corners. If nobody's getting separation when they play a team, well, you know, actually go play opening game. I and mean, not that Daniel Jones is going to see against the Cowboys opening game, but they have two good corners themselves. Right. Okay, but, you know, it's not going to be Daniel Jones' job. He's going to be tight windows and all that, but it's going to be the receiver's job to separate from these excellent corners that they faced during the season. So I don't quite get that one either. Yeah. I guess some people are just going to be like, you know, if Daniel Jones wins a Super Bowl, it's going to be like, well, you know, the team they won against was uh, no big deal. I, I don't know, Jerry. I, I mean, c- could we just say, could we just eat a little crow? Like, like, like I think me and you would think about coming up a show, a video of us eating, like, you know, make-believe dog poop, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Eagle fans eat, eat actual right. horse crap, but we can do we can come up with something. Put right, we're not going to eat actual horse crap like right. those. You know, I don't even know what the, the hell to call them down in Philly. Yeah. You know, yeah. so um, but you know, can we just say you know, I, I you just gotta love some people saying, well, it's not that. Well, what about this? What about this? What about this? What I mean, come on, how about just the kid looks pretty good, checked off another box against the, another team's ones. Okay, move the football team. And Jerry, can I say this to you too, man? Yes. How accurate well, is Jones in intermediate passes? Well, oh, it's a thing of beauty. Oh my God, I love his. I, I really last night I'm watching like this kid is so damn accurate. And and to your point before, buddy, I've never seen not an it's not an apology tour. I don't know what you call it, but a a, a ton of excuses being made, like you said. Well, it's against the Bengals, or it's against backups, or well, this ball was actually a little underthrown, like. I've never seen everything so scrutinized with a kid. I mean, most people are saying, all right, you know what, we had maybe we had this one wrong. But there's right. still the naysayers out there like, well, you know, 
he doesn't look that good. It's like, <laughs> guys, what are you watching? Yeah, you know? yeah. So listen, oh, uh, I don't know about you, my friend, and I, you know, we talk every day. I'm pretty sure you're with me on this. I pref- I feel pretty good about the future of this organization underneath Daniel Jones. Yeah. Oh my you god. Know? Oh my god, um, uh, dude, uh, incredible. Just the way he handled the whole Baker Mayfield nonsense. You know, oh, we'll man. get into that later. So you mature, know? right? Uh, the kid is tough. You know what? You meet him, and you would never think the kid is tough as nails. Everything's like, oh, hi, this, this, and that. Very humble kid. Yeah. But your your wife's cousin said it, the kid from Temple, when they were throwing a beat on him a little bit, and he just kept getting up, yep. right? Yeah. Not complaining one time. And I was with Duke's offensive line. Yes. He gets blasted last night twice. Yeah, he actually got hit once really good by Lawson that caused the fumble. Right. He got hit another time. Yeah, he did. Um, I think it might even be that slate throw. He kind of threw it off the back foot. That was, he was off about, the back foot. Yep. He was about to get crelled again, uh, courtesy of Nate Solar again, mind yeah. you. Yep. Um, and the kid, you know, he's a big kid. We know that, right? But no, no, he just he just kind of showed that hey, he's pretty tough. This kid too, man. You know. Um, so listen, Jerry. What one more can you say? Uh, we might not see him against New England. I don't know what he's going to do against New England. Sharma. He might just play Tanny and Laletta. Um, and then we'll see him in a, in a regular season, maybe, right? Now, speaking of quarterbacks, Jerry, right? Yeah. I mean, Eli Manning. Oh, I was going to get to it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Want to get into it then? Yes. Start off? Absolutely. All right. First for, series. For all the Eli, Eli fans, let's do it, buddy. Okay. First series, uh, Eli goes uh, goes four of eight. Should have been six of eight. Easily. Okay? Yep. Uh, Latimer with two drops. Eli showing the arm strength again. And guess what, Jerry? Yep. Guess what? Yeah. He, you know what happened? In that first series last night and last week a little bit, that hasn't happened in about six years. He had time. He had a clean <laughs> pocket yeah. to throw the ball. Yep. The improvement on the right side of the line with Kevin Zeitler and Mike Remes, I mean, it's right now it's jumping out of the tele, uh, out, out of the booth, out of the television, if you're watching from television, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the upgrade there has been – the upgrade there over – Omame and Flowers is a bigger upgrade than Saquon Barkley was over Orleans Darkwa. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> like that upgrade is tremendous because those guys couldn't block at all. At least Orleans Darkwa could run straight. I mean, right. it's incredible. It's so, you know, Will Hernandez struggled and we'll get into it and, and soldered it and looked that great. But the, the right side of that line is exponentially better than last year, man. It's not even close. Yep. Okay, not even close. And you see what they're doing already. All right. And I was very concerned about Mike Rems, but so far he looks really comfortable back at his right tackle position. Okay. Yep. Oh, I'll appeal to now, (coughs) excuse me, Solder. I mean, are we really going to do this? We're out of the gate slow again, crap, with Nate Solder. I know, and and last year we could say, well, the communication with Will Hernandez wasn't there until the end of the season, but can't say it now. No, I mean, you know, he got beat a few times last night. He got knocked over one other play. Um, not happy with the left side of the line. Uh, listen, Will Hernandez went against a top-flight defensive tackle. Yeah. I understand that. But he had a couple of penalties. Sold a, you know, almost got Jones's career, you know, cut short by 15 years. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, so, I mean, <laughs> Solder has a habit yeah. of doing this. Yeah. And, you know, I've seen him play from day one. And the last three or four years in New England, he gets out of the gate slow and then improves. And what did he do last year, Jerry? Started off slowly. And in what? And improved. Oh, way better. Got real and he got better under the radar. Everybody was still saying what a bad signing it was. And it's like, guys, I don't know what games you're watching. Because by 
I would say by week seven or eight, which is way too long, he was playing a lot better last year. Oh, the second half of the year, he was actually he finished like 14th, uh, you know, according to PFF ranked and all yeah. that stuff. And yeah. not that not that you go by everything PFF like it's gospel. And don't get me wrong, but he, you know, he finished stronger like he did in New England. Yeah, and the same thing. You know, I, I've seen this with Sola, and now you see last night, and you say, "Oh God, don't tell me." You know, they're playing a pretty good, uh, a fun, fun uh, four, a uh, fun three up there in Dallas, fun four. Excuse me, a fun four up there in Dallas. Yeah, opening game, and you know, we can't have this. You know what I mean? Because the right side of the line seems solidified, and now we're going to have a you know left tackle out there on an island that's giving up pressures and hits. Can't have it. You know, so I like to see Sola get out of the gate a little quickly. Uh, than he has in the past, more quick, you know, because I remember when I asked him that last year, he almost he, he he wasn't happy with that question for me, but it's true. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's yeah. true. You he's know, six like ten. No, oh, he's a, oh, he's a, yeah, he's a big boy. So yeah. I, I wouldn't want him mad at me, uh, you know. Yeah. But anyway, he, you know, um, so, but Jerry Zeitler and Remus, I mean, you know, Eli got a clean pocket a lot. He hit some quick hits. Don't get me wrong, but he had some time with that Latimer throw that should have been a touchdown. Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, nice read by Russell Shepard. You know, did a little in route there, and at third down, Eli was on the same page with him, hit him right in the numbers. Um, so a lot of good things. But uh, Evan Ingram, I got to yeah. be honest with you, Jerry, I was yeah. surprised. surprised he played last night. Play. That's right, I was too. And he made because, a nice play on the sideline. Yeah, because you know Sherman basically you know conceded that he wasn't playing. Something changed there. But whatever. This is exactly you know Jerry. Um, what I actually wrote about in the Giant Insider that will be coming out next week was that look like Ingram was not going to play, but right. you don't know what coaches are going to do in preseason. They change their mind, right? Yep. Guess what? Sherman changed his mind. All of a sudden, Ingram was playing some snaps. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think it's fair and it's safe to say he's not going to change his mind with Barker in the last game. But uh, I was actually happy, Jerry, that Ingram got in there a little bit. You know, I actually was. So um, that was a little bit of a surprise, but you saw that little, you know, that expect to see that. Ingram, yeah, that because Ingram's pass, not though. the proven commodity that Barkley is, and even he's not like even Shepard, right? He's he's a guy who's who has a ton of potential but can't stay healthy. So you still want to see him out there getting a little bit of chemistry with Eli, but you see you see it in practice all the time. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was good to see that he he can be really uh, really explosive for them. I was going to say the other thing we didn't pick up, I didn't talk about on Jones, uh, he, the kid going through the progressions. As a, oh. oh my God! As a rookie, the way he is, and when he's checking down, he's not throwing a one-yard pass or a two-yard pass. And I'm again, guys, not a shot at Eli. It was because oh, here we go. Ter- no, no, no. The line was <laughs> terrible last year, so it was Saquon. Where are you? Here, take it. You know. Yes. This yes. is a little different. The line's there for him, and he's he's checking down to like a four or five-yard gain. He just looks like a veteran, and, and even Eli, right? Like Eli looks comfortable back there now for the first time in four or five years. So yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Jerry, that's a good point because. I think I kind of I kind of saw that last night, right, Jerry? I, I kind of seen it where, as far as Eli was, he seemed like he had a little confidence in that pocket last night, right? Yeah, like he's like, I have more than one second to throw. Okay, right now, right, and he was no question gun shy at times the last few years, and he unloaded the ball way too quickly, no question. Yeah, and a good point about Jones you made. I mean, Jones, you saw it last night a few times. He looked for the one, the second guy. And he had the time to dump down. I think one was to Ellison, if I remember right. Yeah. Uh, where he Ellison wasn't the prime receiver. You know, Ellison was like the third, the third option. Right. You know, and so that's very good. You see the intermediate routes. You see, you see the way he throws the ball on his little shallow routes. He hits the. Now here's the thing. Okay. Now when you when a guy's doing, a, I think Russell Shepard last night, um, or might have, yeah, I think it was Russell Shepard. Anyway, he does a little shallow route underneath. The thing is this. That's okay. You're gonna you're gonna hit a guy four yards over the middle. 
But when you hit him in stride, Jerry. Right, to give him a shot. Now you're giving the receiver a shot yeah. to go for another seven yards if he breaks that defender's tackle. Right. When you throw it slightly behind him, yeah. it's over. Yeah. It's the catch. Boom. He, down, he goes down to the grass. Four-yard gain. It's over. And you see that in Jones where he hits the guys in stride. He puts the ball where it should be placed. Yeah. Right? I mean, and, and it's not a fluke. It's not like, oh, he's just doing these games. How's he doing? Chris, is he doing a surprise? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He does it in practices too. We're all impressed about his intermediate accuracy. And then, you know, I've been tweeting just, Jerry, from August 20, uh, July 25th, how accurate it is on some of these deep balls, sideline routes. And now Giant fans are starting to see that. Right, Jerry? Yep. Beautiful throw to Britton Golden. <laughs> Uh, last night, remember he said whoever that is. And I, <laughs> that one I did say that whoever that is, right? But now <laughs> yeah. he's putting his, he's putting he's putting himself on a map now. Britton Golden, yeah, yeah. he's not making a team probably, but he's no, putting himself right. on a map. No, right? I didn't realize he was thirty-one. Yeah, he's been in the league six kid. years. This yeah. is six year in the league. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, a nice well, that's throw what there. Said on Twitter today, they go that ball was underthrown. I'm like, no, Britton Golden wasn't past the corner. That ball was perfectly thrown down the field. Right. Um, and you sort of throw, uh, the Slayton. Yeah, he was under pressure. He got it up there, and he made Slayton, and he gave Slayton right yeah. a chance to make a play. Yep. And Slayton went up, and William Jackson kind of tumbled over his two feet, like a veteran and, he did. And the veteran, and he he like stumbled him. So whatever, Slayton came down with the ball. I yeah. actually thought it was a touchdown, but his I think his left his hand, hand went out of bounds. His hand hit out first. Right. Yeah. So um, and another good throw. So if anybody's wondering about, well, do we have just a you know a five to ten yard passer, really accurate? That's it. No. No, trust me. This kid is accurate down the field. Yeah, it's uh, it's a pleasure to watch him right now. And like you said, I don't know if he's going to play in that last game. I wouldn't play him. And and I, we're gonna. So, folks, just so you know, we're gonna do uh, Monday, Friday next week because the Giants play Thursday. We're gonna do our final fifty-three on Friday. That's gonna be the show. Uh, maybe we'll take Twitter questions this Monday. But I don't want to get too far ahead. But I mean, it looks like. Right now, it would not stun me if the Giants kept two quarterbacks. We can get into that, but mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see what they do next week. Like you said, Bud, are they going to play Jones one drive or no drives and just say, you know what, Tanny, you get one half, Laletta, you get the other, and they duke it out. And I don't know if yeah. there's a decision being made because it looked like Tanny, but eh, recently, man, mm. uh, he has not looked good at all. So, Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Sherman talked about that today on a, on a conference call with us, with the media. Yeah. About how Loletta's played pretty good. He's progressed well. You know? He's liked what he's been doing. Yeah. So, you know what? If Sherman's going to keep three, guess what? You two guys are going to battle out and practice this last preseason game against the wing. Who's going to play nobody? Belichick usually doesn't play anybody in the last game. Yeah. Um, and we'll see what it takes. If, they, if they're if they going to go with three. You know? I don't know. Sherman went with three last year. We'll see if he needs that extra roster spot this year. I don't know. So, staying on offense, I thought Gallman looked good. <laughs> I think he's clearly the backup. Uh, it's going to be interesting behind yeah. him, but man, Perkins shows he's a good screen pass uh, running back. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. that, I think that's going to save him, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Rod Smith left the game last night. Um, he had a little bit of a twing in his hamstring or something, and he he left. Yeah. Um, and Perkins, you know, you kind of like what he brings to the table. I think Shermer likes what he brings to the table as far as his receiving ability, Jerry. Yeah. You know, um, and, and we'll see how that plays out. I, I, and predicting Perkins wins the battle. I could be wrong. You know, I could be wrong. I'm with you. Uh, and we'll see. I think Hillman's a practice squad candidate. 
Yep. The kid from Rutgers, you know, and uh, Eli Penny. Eli Penny's going to be the fullback, you know, and, and uh, you know, and all that. He'll be the fourth back, and he'll be three active for, for Sundays. You know what I mean? So yeah. Penny had a nice block last night, man. Listen, that, that Rod Smith, uh, excellent job by Rod Smith, okay? He he fought for that last yard or so to get over the goal line, right? Yeah, he did. And Eli Penny held his man. He sealed his man enough to get Rod Smith over, so I'm glad – and you know what? Eli Penny could do some other things for you, too, Jerry. You know, yeah. he could catch the ball out of the backfield. And Eli Penny still thinks he's a halfback. You know? He made some nice catches last year out of the backfield. Right. And he could still run it a little bit if he yeah. has to. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's why, you know, you're going to have the four backs and three will be active on Sundays. You know, probably uh, we'll see. So we'll see what happens, bud. Are you, uh, were you concerned about the line last night? Like, is that a game where you say, oh, no, here we go again? Or are you just looking, you chalk it up as just that bad week? Hernandez, three penalties, Solder looked bad. Um, you know, you just chalk it up as a one bad performance, or is it? Does it concern you at all? Uh, well, we just talked about it a little bit. A little concerned about Solo coming out of that gate slow again. I definitely. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I meant like as a group, like with Hernan- Hernandez's bad game. Was that just a, a blip? Um, uh, it was a couple of bad penalties. He, he, listen, he kind of got outplayed a little bit in some snaps by a dominant player. You know. Yeah. Uh, but can't have that. I understand that. You know, can't have that. But Jerry, overall, yeah, I, I'm not. That concern because Goldman had some nice runs. Yeah, he did. Right? There were some holes there. Yep. And people, and, and uh, some of our followers today, you know, they're always a smart, they're, they're always right on top of things, our followers. They were, what did they say today? A couple of like, imagine if that was Saquon in those holes? Yeah. And remember in preseasons <clears throat> past before Saquon when we'd try a handoff and, and the running back would get blasted in the backfield and you're like, man, we have no right. running game. Right. Now, you know, Saquon's not out there and Goldman looks pretty good. So it's just, it's, right. it's a Go- pleasure listen. seeing this line. Jerry Goldman is on a mission this year. Yeah. Um, you had a good interview with him, buddy, that we. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, people will read about it. Uh, it'll be coming out in the next issue. Yeah. Well, Goldman expressed, you know, he talked about some personal stuff for me, Jerry. Yeah. You know, he had some things going on this year. Um, Chris, you know, Chris, he, these guys open up to you, buddy. I don't know what it is. Eh? You're just like a therapist. For I'm, like do- I'm like Dr. Sobel. Analyze, uh, <laughs> analyze that, you know, analyze this. <laughs> but, um, you know, he, he, Went over some personal stuff with me, man. Yeah. And his head, you know, at times, he, you know, he had to settle some things down with his head. He wasn't, you know, he was upset. Yeah. He admitted to me, you know, he was kind of surprised the Barkley draft pick. And it, it was kind of an adjustment to him to, because he was going to be the number one back going into last year's camp. Yeah. And then they drafted Saquon. And obviously that was the end of that. Yeah. Right. And, and it took some time. And and he admitted to this. I think he was man enough to admit to me, Jerry, that he needed to grow up a little bit. He needed to realize the situation. Yeah. And he had to start getting to work. He had to start maturing a little bit. Yep. I don't know about you, bud, uh, but I see a little bit of a different back. He seems to be running a little bit harder, yeah. right? Yep. He's throwing his body in there. He had two nice runs last time. One of them with Eli leading away. I never Eli, seen Eli yeah, run what that the fast. What the hell was that? I never seen Eli. Jerry, I wasn't kidding last night on Twitter when I said, I have never seen Eli run that fast Talk in my about life. about a guy with fire in his ass. Oh, my God. Eli uh, that, getting, uh, getting thank you. Jones nipping at him. Folks, <laughs> Jerry, listen. Yeah. By the way, I saw that buffoon listen Jerry shirt. That's really cool. Yes, yes. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that later, but I just thought about it. That. It's hilarious. So. Right. Um, Jerry, if you don't think for one second there's a little bit of an extra flame lighting Eli's you-know-what, yeah. then you're, 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 you're living in dream world. Eli was running down the field. When the hell would you ever see Eli in a preseason game decide I'm going to lead the way for Wayne Gallman? Are you 
kidding me? Yeah. Never. Okay. And the, I, the last time I saw him run, I think, was the Miami game in England in 2007. I don't right, know. when he went to the goal line. Or, yeah. And then when he slid in Philly and fumbled. That, that's it. There's two. Oh, I, I can't. I yeah, can't let's remember. not talk about that. I'm yeah. Sorry. Um, There's plays but in my head. Go ahead. There is no question that Eli has a little extra burst. A little, what's the word? A little extra flame under him this year. You know what I mean? Motivation. A little extra flame, a little extra motivation. And folks, a couple of guys have told me this. Yeah. They've told me this, that, yeah, Eli seems to have a little extra to him this year. Okay? There's no question about it. That's not a knock on Eli. That's not saying Eli didn't give a crap the last four or five years. Right. It's just natural competition. I mean, look, uh, Bill Walsh mm. brought in Steve Young and, and during Joe Montana's peak. So it Absolutely. works with Montana. It's going to work with with Eli, right? And, and Green Bay drafted Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, right. You know, with, with Brett Favre still playing some pretty good football. Yeah. Okay? Yep. Um, so it's good to see. I thought Eli looked good yeah. last night. Yeah, you know, I thought he looked good. And if he, you know, listen, Eli's the type of quarterback. We all know he needs some time and all that. And he could still do some serious damage to you. And um, if the offensive line plays, he, did, he, had, he had a clean pocket a few times, Jerry. Yeah, he did. Uh, so did Jones. So did Jones. He was playing with the ones. And at times, you know, besides him almost getting decapitated at one time, but at times you know, he had clean pockets too, man. Yeah. So, yep. And we haven't even seen, you know, it's a little bit – he had a couple of zone reads in there last night, but there's going to be times, Jerry, where, where Jones is going to tuck that ball in. I can't wait off. to watch that kid run. I was just talking about it with my buddy. I okay. can't wait to see him run. Jerry, he's fast, dude. I know. Trust me, he's yeah. fast. I was there when he, in the OTA when he pulled the ball in and yeah. went down the sideline. Yep. And I'm telling you, we all looked at each other on the side like, holy crap, this kid could run. You and know? you can tell they're not not—they're never going to do that in preseason. That's going to be a surprise during the season if he ever gets in. That's going to yeah. be a surprise. It's going to be a one-pass option. Yep. And if he, you know, he's going to tuck it in and he's going to take off. And you know what, Jerry? Yeah. The first time he's in a regular season game, he does that. Guess what? Now it's on film. Now he have to be prepared for this for the rest of his career. Dude, if, they, if, if Jones is in and they do a run-pass option at home, and it's positive yardage or a first down, I'm telling you right now, he'll get a standing ovation at MetLife because we've never seen it before. Giant fans are smart like that, man. They, they, right. they know the game. And when right. that happens, it's going to be, oh, here we go, finally. that We're going to get to see this. He's going to get a standing ovation. It's, uh, I could, for, for how I felt draft night, Chris, I could not be happier about this kid right now. <laughs> Jerry, and just the idea, the idea that a defensive coordinator and 11 defensive players have this in their head, that Jones could keep it and go for 50 yards or whatever it might be, 10 yards, 20 yards. But, Jerry, here's the thing. Who's he going to be zone reading it to? Yeah. Saquon. I know, my God. So can you picture these linebackers like, I mean, does Saquon get it? They may just fall down. (laughs) Does Jones keep it? Do you realize the element that you you that Sherman could play with here? Oh God! It's like a it's like a weapon. You got you you in the future. You're now going to have a quarterback that could get around the edge on you on a zone read and go 15, 20 yards, maybe even more. And then, but you have to. It's not like you have to worry about some half. You know, you really have to worry about some half half. You know, half butt. You know, half. You know what? I don't want to say the word. Running back. Yeah. It's a Saquon Barkley we're talking about. So it's a pretty. It's a pretty. Good weapon to have, and, and right, there's Jerry? a lot of guys that have, that do the, the, the RPO, the run-pass option, that can't right. run. You're just making the guy freeze for a split second so when you throw it, uh, he's not in your face. 
now we have a guy that can actually run and do it. I, I just, it's amazing, man. I, like, I, oh, I can't. It's so, I'm so pumped about this. Like Jerry, prime example, Cam Newton, he'll run that play a lot, right? right, right. But Cam will tuck it in. He's looking to steamroll you for five, right. 10 yards, right? Yeah. This kid Jones is fast, bud. Yeah. Fast. Yep. So it's going to be a real weapon for Sherman in the future. No question about it. Oh, God. All right. Let's, before I uh, spontaneously combust, let's go to the defense. <laughs> um, Let's let's talk about the good things first, right? And I I want to I want to talk about um the, a guy that we said may play a bit. Um, they're going to point him towards the quarterback, and again, it's it's another guy preseason. But uh, wow, we may have a pass rusher, uh, diamond in the rough type with uh, the X Man, your boy uh, O'Shane Zimenez. Yeah, I mean, I think you've seen flashes of it, right? Oh, he's so fast. Um, he's got three in a preseason. You see to what he's doing, and you know what? I tell you what, Jerry. Besides. You know, <clears throat> getting to the quarterback a few times last time. One time it was a miscommunication. Okay, he wasn't even blocked. Yeah. You know, but I tell you what impressed me the most about him last night, bud. Yeah. He played the run pretty good last yep. night. Yeah. He was pretty good against the run. Now, outside uh, linebacker is not an easy transition to go from college to the pros, right? And, right. And it's just a, a more complex defense, responsibilities, and everything. Right. If if he can get if he can crack not maybe the starting lineup but be that third guy in and get some playing time, uh, man. It just he's a he's an exciting player. He's an exciting player with a lot yeah. of ability. Hey, Jerry, he's a he's going to be a kid that's going to be um, getting a few snaps at the beginning of the year, you know, and then he's going to start increasing his snaps, you know, depending on his production. And I expect him to play better and better, and I expect his snaps to go up more and more as the season goes along, Jerry. And then twenty twenty, he's going to be starting outside backer. You know what yeah. I mean? Yep. Uh, that's what I expect. Uh, you know, I know people don't want to hear this, but Kareem Martin is going to be there probably. Uh, he's going to start, a, isn't he? I don't know if he's going to start. I think Golden and I think Golden and Carter will start. Jim. You know, I really hope so. I really hope it's Golden <laughs> and Carter. Like that's I'm, I'm I'm patient with Betcher because he didn't have much last year. I want to give this guy a chance, and even right. this year he's got a lot of young guys who are going to be miscommunication. Right. But if you start Kareem Martin, that's just stubborn. Then you're just being a, a kind of a jerk. Like, um, I mean, really, are you going to tell is is he going to tell us that Kareem Martin is better than Golden or Zimmer? No, Jerry, better than either one of them. Uh, in all fairness to Petra, yeah. okay, it's not a matter like say Kareem Martin starts or him and Golden and X Man gets eleven snaps the first game. Mm-hmm. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then place a five dollar wager on any sport. You'll receive one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And Martin gets 40, okay? (laughs) I know you don't want to hear that either way, okay? But listen to what I'm trying to say. (laughs) You have to understand that Martin knows what he's doing out there. Now, I'm not saying he's a he's a productive know what you're doing out there. I'm just saying that at first, Jerry, yeah. Betchett will is going to feel more comfortable when Martin 
knowing his assignment. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> well, no, I do, but it's like he's the same guy that gets freaked out on the run pass option. Jerry, I understand I fully. I'm not saying he's no, a I solid know. backer. I know. I know. It's just, you know, with these coordinators and these rookies, Jerry, a lot of them, you know, they just they just know it. these kids don't know what the hell he's doing yet out there. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all. You know, because, because Jerry, you know, if a kid's supposed to pick up a seam on a, on a tight end and he thinks he's rushing or he thinks he's got the running back at a flat, that could be six points. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Just things like that. Yeah. Um, but expect X-Man to increase to his playing time as the season goes along. Um, but I tell you what, but uh, Sherman mentioned it today in the conference call, too, that he was impressed with his run defense yesterday, too. I was, too, watching last night. Obviously, he brought the element of the pass rush. We all know that. Um, but you know what? If this kid could play the run a little bit and he keeps improving that, man, you got to stud. You got you to gotta stud, bud. It's just funny because last year they changed it to a 3-4, and we're like, we don't have any linebackers. How the hell are we going to run a 3-4? Mm-hmm. And now this year you got guys like Ziminez, Connolly, Tay Davis, who, you know, he overran a play. but I don't like the way he looked at all. He overran. I, I, he had a good hit on the on the Bengals quarterback, even though yeah. it was a little late. But yeah. at least he's faster, right? Um, Ogletree hasn't played yet. Um, Golden, right? Like, all of a sudden, it's like, well, linebacker is no longer a the Achilles heel of the defense. It's not great, but it's getting better. And I think I'm, I'm just more psyched about that, that's all. Because last year, yeah. it was like, you know. And, and by the way, since we're on linebackers, Mm. I don't want to pick on anybody. Uh oh, I know where this is going. Uh, but I mean, Louisiana, it's gonna be the Louisiana kid. Nate I can see where it's coming. <laughs> is not Renee Thompson or Steve Tasker to where his spot is sealed up because of his awesome special teams. He's good at special teams, but he's not a game changer. Jerry, I have to be honest with you, but yes, as I always am, right? I oh, try to be honest absolutely. with you. Yes. Um. I don't see it with Stupa. He's not a linebacker at all. Okay. Um, even Shermer today kind of admitted that, that yes, he's a backup linebacker. But so I'm saying to myself, okay, good. This could be it. And then Shermer turns around and goes, but he makes an impact on special teams. Oh, <laughs> so it went from, I, I don't know if Shermer heard me on, on the phone. I was like, I was like oh, yeah, <laughs> you know. But it was like, <laughs> like oh, I wanted. Was to, I on I, mute? Was I not on mute? No, thank God I was on mute. But I, I wanted to. But I wanted to say, come on, coach. Is he that big on special teams? That you know what? I have to be honest with you. But at this point, Stoop is a good special team. Don't get me wrong. But he's not a Pro Bowl special. He's not a guy you look at. And go, okay, he's going to make the team go special team. I'm sorry. Right now, I keep gutsing over him. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and like, if you told me, if you tell me Russell Shepard and Antonio Hamilton make the team because of special teams, I go, yeah, it's a good call. They're very good special teams players. Right. But if you tell me Nate Stupar makes it, it's like, oh, uh, um, okay. I get. Wow, that's uh, that's a bit of a stretch. I mean, that's what he brings to the table. I know. I no doubt about it. He but I'm does with a- you, dude. Goodson is way better than Stupar. I, I mean, I thought Sherman was kind of hinting like, yeah, listen, Stupar might be, and then he turned around with an impact same. So. Expect to see Stupa, you know, on this 53 because they love him on special teams. No. You know, but you just got to hope now. And I'm not <laughs> I mean, hoping the guy gets cut, but it's like. No, no, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah like, no, um, I don't want to see anybody lose their job. Guys, We're just talking football-wise, let's, you know. Uh, let's let's think this through, huh? Now, Tate Davis is scaring me, Jerry. Yeah, Tate, I, know. I mean, he overruns guys in a flat. He's not like, covering I, any. I know. I look, I just, I like that he's fast, but I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's useless but, uh, if you can't, if you can't tackle him. <laughs> 
For the second week in a row, I mean, actually for the third week in a row, a guy's out in the flat. He's way late covering him. He's missing the open field tackle. Well, you, but Connolly and Ogletree may be starting at the opening game. It's now. possible, bud. It's possible. Um, now, see, Shermer praised Goodson today. Good. He said Goodson is progressing. He's coming on. Now he had the injury. So let's see where this goes. Uh, Connolly, he thought he played pretty well last night. I thought I, he was all right. Know, real quick, I noticed that Goodson was on the second team last night. <clears throat> yes. Um, so... And Connolly had done some good things that side. I thought he did some uh, yeah. type things. Yeah. Um, but Ogletree should be back for the Dallas game. Um, and I, right now, if you ask me, I say, yeah, Connolly's going to be next to him. You know? But let's see what this takes us down next week in practice. Until I, was, uh, this week. I was listening to, um, briefly, because uh, you can't listen to it for too long, uh, the afternoon um, host on WFAN. Mm-hmm. And, of course, because he didn't go to Giants camp and didn't have access to Gettleman, he only had access to the owner and the coach and everybody else. Right. Uh, yeah, he bashes the Giants now. It's, that's, his, that's his shtick. Like, he, he goes at the Giants like he goes at the Jets. And he was commenting on, um, on Jabril Peppers. Right. And, you know, if you want to bash Jabril Peppers, at least bash him correctly. Uh, he was saying that he was supposed to be faster than Collins and, look, he got beat again and, you know... Uh, Collins was treated unfairly because of Kittle killed him and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking Collins got beat by every tight end he tried to cover. If you're going to go after Jabril Peppers, guys, go after him because he peeked in and then adjusted too late. It's not a, it's not a, a, a matter of he's not fast enough to cover a tight end. He got caught peeking and it got taken advantage of. So last night, you know, everybody said, oh, look, another tight end scored on the Giants. Yeah, you're right. And it's annoying as hell. But mm-hmm. it wasn't because he's not fast enough. It's because he was caught. Uh, looking in the backfield, and he got screwed. He was going to undercut yeah. the route. So, and he also expected a little help from Ballantin. Yeah, he, he did. You he could see they were communicating answers, and and Ballantin yeah. had a bit. So, I thought he had a, a rough game. Uh, there was one play where it should have been, it could have been a pick six, and I think if he hadn't had such a bad game up to that point, he mm-hmm. would have had more confidence, and it would have been. And that's why, man, I'm I'm patient with these guys. Yeah, I, I, you know, you're going to see growing pains with Ballantine, sure, with DeAndre Baker, yeah. Ju- your boy Julian Love. Um, you played well last night, by the way. Yeah. Of course, I know. <laughs> I would expect nothing less. <laughs> you know, you're going to see growing pains with these guys, and I'm fine with it because they're young and talented and hungry. Yeah. Um, but last night was a, a step back, I thought, for Valentine. Yeah, he struggled at times. Although he had a couple of nice plays, and he had some plays where he gave way too much, you know, space between him and the receiver, and you know, he made some tackles. But that was because you know, the receivers caught the ball in front of him too. But he also yeah. has some other. He listen. He did some. He did some good things. He did some bad things last night. You know, he struggled at times, and other times he looked all right. He's listen. This is what it's going to be, Jerry. They, yeah. You know, these these kids are kids. They're rookies, man. Yeah. And by the way, uh, getting back to Peppers for a second, you he, he he also had a pass defense on a pass attempt to a tight end last night. That's right. That's right. And not okay. talked about. So, it. Right. I mean, I just laugh when I hear these people talk. They have no idea. You know, they talk. Some of these people, Jerry, they talk about football, and it's like. Oh, look at him. You know, look, he can't cover a tight end either. But the, but revi- wanna... the revision is history. Like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me that Kittle is the reason why the perception of Collins was that he couldn't cover a tight end? Because right. I didn't see him stick with one tight end last year. Don't tell right. me it's just because of Kittle. Yeah, or I mean. Kittle, to, whatever the hell his name is. Uh, yeah, Kittle. So to, to come out, you know, to come out and kind of, you know, sum up his career as a giant by saying he can't cover a tight end. Yeah, you know, that that's ridiculous. You know, a, a little miscommunication there. He got he peaked in a little bit. Got a guy got a step behind him, and and uh, and and the tight end beat him. You know what I mean? And it looks like a little miscommunication with balance. They'll clean that up. 
You know what I mean? But he also had a pass defense on an attempt at the same tight end, by the way. Yeah. Okay? CJ Uzama, whatever his name is, all right? So, who's a pretty good tight end, too, behind Tyler Eifert. Okay? So, um, let's not get crazy with that. All right? Yeah, Listen, right. Jerry, if, if you're going to talk football, if you're going to rip people apart, know what you talk about. Like, you know, what you should have been like, if I was on the fan in the afternoon, uh, and I was next, and if I was next to that fat boy talking about the Giants, what you have to be, you have to be objective. You have to say, yeah, he got beat there, but he had a pass defense line against a tight end. So we have to see what this kid could do against tight ends. You know, you know what I mean? This and that. But of course, you know that doesn't fit the narrative, Jeff. Right, right, right. right. So Especially let's stick. We have to, an agenda now right. against the Giants. So. Right. Uh, listen, Landon was the worst covering guy, but Landon struggled at times in coverage. You know, there's no question about it. And why are we even bringing that up? It's a, you know, let's. Can we start the regular season? You know, know. where that yeah. stuff flies. So, Chris, who's uh, who's number twenty-four? You said uh, uh, be- beaten again, not making the team. <laughs> Sinkfield, Sink yeah, they just picked him up last week, and uh, he's just guy. a body for camp because the Sam Beals and Antonio Hamilton's have been out. Poor guys, you know, all over the field. Yeah, yeah. Listen, so he he won't be there. But hey, Jerry, speaking of defensive backs, you know, Sam Beal, where where are we with Sam Beal now? Oh man, I was talking about it today. I I mm-hmm. I we would not surprise me, and it sucks if he got IR'd again to have a spot open for someone else. Like right. I don't right. know, Alonzo Russell, who really is a good special teams player, <laughs> right? So I don't know. I mean, where are we with him? I don't know, man. I I, I mean, Bill, I, even, I can't even be mad at the coaching staff if they IR'd him. I mean, Sherman had a little frustration talking yeah. about him this week. There's a little frustration in his voice because – and Sherman's, like, really nice – you know, listen, Sherman's – he's – dude, uh, I, the guy's a, a nice guy. Loves his players, too. <laughs> Excuse today, me. Right? He, he loves his players. He, you know, some of the coaches, Tom Coughlin, if this was Tom Coughlin – He'll be. What would he say? He'd be like, I don't know what this kid's doing. Maybe he decides to play football one day. Remember, right? remember when? Remember when Parcells called Terry Glenn she? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, there's some coaches out there that you know it's kind of changed now in the NFL. But you remember, like 15, 20 years ago, there was some coaches out there. If you were injured, they didn't even want to know you. Like, get out of here. You oh, used yeah. to. Uh, remember your boy Banks played with the broken thumb in '90s. Yeah. I mean, Carl Banks is the first one to talk about it. If you were injured, the coaches didn't want to know you, bud. Yeah. They didn't even want to know you. Crazy. So. Like Sherman's gonna like, yo, we hope he progresses. We hope he gets back soon. We like to see him on the field. He's being really classy about it, Sherman, because that's the way he is, Sherman. You yeah, know. Yeah. Um. But let's face it. There's a little. I sense frustration in Sherman's voice this week because this is a guy they spent the number three for, and he got hurt last year, and now this year, where's he heading, Jerry? IR again? I don't know. It's such a loaded yeah. position, but he's got. Right. I, I think he's closer to IR than he is to being active. But, but Corey Ballantyne's making it easy for that, Jerry. Yep, Corey Ballantyne. And, you know, DeAndre Baker's going to be starting. DeAndre uh, Baker, you got Ballantyne. Love is going to be uh, interchangeable between safety and corner. Grant right. Haley. You got Grant Haley. Uh, so, guess what? Deep position. Guess what? You know, you. what do you want me to tell you, Sam? You're going to IR, right? Yeah. And you only have the one... You only have the one spot for IR where you come back after six games. I don't know if they're going to use it with that. You know, we'll see. Was that the? Then there's the. the I don't know how. It's all the uh, pup for pup. The pup list. You know, where after six games, you, you remember you allowed one play to go on the IR and you come back after six games, yeah, right? Yeah. You only allowed one, so you're going to use that on Beal. I don't know. You know, we'll see what they do. But it's frustrating, Jerry, because I seen a kid in OTAs. The kid's got talent, but. What do we know? I remember when OTA started, you go, wow, he could be the starter. He looks that good. Right. And then he got and then, hurt. And then Baker kind of, you know, overtook him a little bit. And, and then he ran with that. And then, but the kid's got talent. But what do we know, Jerry? He hasn't played a snap yet. Yeah. 
<clears throat> um, another guy, real quick, uh, Dexter Lawrence, uh, mm. a, a nice play last night, and he batted the ball down. He's a guy that, um, not that he didn't show much. I don't even see him much out there. Uh, it, it's like he's another guy. It doesn't seem like they're giving him a lot of minutes in the preseason. Am I just missing him or what? No, no, he only played like nine snaps last night. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and that's good because it's like, well, no, it's almost like, it's almost yeah, like we used to say when the Giants stunk in preseason, my father and I would always say, they're holding a lot back. And we were like, yeah, yeah, no, no. We convince ourselves like they're, they're just holding back. And meanwhile, they just stunk. It was the Dave Brown years or whatever. But I really do believe this, this year it's, it's legit. I mean, mm-hmm. Saquon's not playing. Shepard's not playing. Ingram played a little. Uh, Dexter Lawrence plays nine snaps. I, you know, you didn't see the, the, the read option. You didn't see anything like that. So I don't know, man. I, I just think Shermer is and Betcher are, it's really dumbed down and they are just not showing much of anything. And, and, and it even extends to some players who they know will be starters and they say, well, right. you know what? Just sit. Don't worry about right. it. Jerry, it's a very good sign of Lawrence has played nine snaps last night. Yeah, okay. Right? I just tone it down, worried about it. And by the way, in those nine snaps, he had a penetration, he had a knockdown ball and a tackle. Lined up more at the end, right? Uh, no, no, when he had those, he was lined up on a one when he, when oh, he was, okay. when I had the penetration, he had the one tackle, he had the one pass deflection and he was doing it against Billy Price, who's an up and coming center. I mean, is he, okay. is Dalvin Tomlinson really going to be the nose tackle? Or are they just going to move they, all Jerry, over they the place? switch it around. Yeah, they move everybody all they over just the place, move, huh? they just move it around. Thomas yeah. will be at the one. He'll be at the two, the three, same thing with, uh, Lawrence, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, but that just goes to show you, Jerry, they're not worried about Dexter Lawrence. They're very high on him, Jerry. The kid has gotten better. You know, the three preseason games, the limited amount of snaps he's had from the from the Jet game to now. Yesterday yeah. was the most productive, right? Yeah. Wait till he starts playing fifty snaps, bud. Oh man, I'm so excited! Oh my god, you, I can't you're, wait. You know, you're going to see that in a couple of weeks. I love this team. I love the Giants. We all do, but I love this team right now, man. What a Soda fun Sherma. team to watch. Go to Sharma. We got yeah. guys that just go to work now, baby. We're again. Yeah. I say it all the time. We're boring again. We're just football. How could you not be psyched about this, Giant fans? Right. Not yeah. I mean, <sighs> you know, you know. So there's a lot of young things going on, uh, and especially that Daniel Jones has looked so good, right? Yeah, and, and I want to go back to that real quick before we go to our buffoons, because, oh man, another another aspect to this, Chris. Everyone in the media treated 2018 like it was the last time you could get a a franchise quarterback. That once 2018 ended, you were never going to get the opportunity to get a franchise quarterback ever again. And if taking Saquon and then a Daniel Jones that actually turns into that works, I mean, put Gettleman in the ring of honor and and raise a statue of the guy because if he could pull this off, Oh man, up everybody's butts! I, you know, man, I was yeah. so tired of hearing that crap last year, and I love that's because I like Saquon so much too, man. Yeah, it was pretty pretty ridiculous, you know. And, and, you know, the best part is Jerry in twenty twenty. Not that not that we're going to need a quarterback, but next draft there's going to be like four franchises coming out. So, yeah, like right, you said, to, right. to think to think that there's only one draft class left in the history of football that you could draft a franchise quarterback. Was pretty idiotic. And the cocky right? media guys, like, how could you pass on this? How could you right. pass? And then Sam Donald looks good. God, God bless him. Great. Right. But how could you pass on him? Guys, we drafted Saquon Barkley. He's the best running back in the league. He's incredible. He did right. that behind a half of an offensive line. Right. I, man, I just. You saw some of the holes last night with Goldman, right? Oh, God. Imagine Saquon running through those holes. Oh, man. I, it's going to yeah. be awesome. 
You know, so the, I, I tell you what, Jay, Solda, and, and I, I expect Hernandez to be fine. You know, Solda concerns me a little bit, and I expect him, to, like we just talked about, to play better, right? Yeah. But if this line plays well, I mean, what is Saquon going to do behind this offensive line this year? It's funny. Uh, people have asked. I think he's going to – he might get less carries and more yards. He might get less touches and more <laughs> right, yards right. this year, right? Right, right, right. You, the you, line's I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah, especially if Gar- – Jerry, especially if Garmin runs well. It'd be nice to give him a blow. You don't yeah, have right? to get as many touches. You like you want to see Saquon getting his touches. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, uh, not to get as many. Like, you, know, you don't want to see him carrying the ball 30 times at 28 times either. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like if, but, if Saquon gets past that first line of defense – Oh, it's not it. a 10-yard game. It's a 30- yeah. or 40-yard game. Yeah, and, and I expect Shepard, you know, you know, this is offense, Jerry. If this line plays well, which right now, you know, has shown signs of playing well, right? Yeah. Um, I tell you what, this could be a pretty good offense, man, because you're going to have Ingram, Shep, you know, and, you got, and you're going to have Saquon, man. That's you know that it's gonna be pretty good, man. Because England tell, me, the tell everybody what you told me last night about what by week five, who are the starting receivers? Because that got me excited too, buddy. Gotta be honest with you. With Shep, Golden Tate, and Darius Slayton. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Get ready when Tate comes back. It's gonna be Tate, Shep, and, and by the way, Shep is totally a goal for the Dallas game, Jerry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, if anybody's still wondering that, yeah, he's. Matter of fact, I actually broke his chops the other day. He said, you're going to be a girl about it or you're going to play against Dallas, you know? And he looked at me. He's like, are you kidding me? I was like, no, <laughs> you know? Nice. But he's totally 100% ready to ready – to, uh, he'll be playing against Dallas. Jerry, week five, Darius Slayton, the Golden Doma, and Shep. Yeah. With uh, Ingram dude, I can't wait. And, and he's going to be pissed to miss the first four games. You know that's his personality. Like, especially if yes. the Giants are uh, – <laughs> knock on wood – three and one – Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be like, oh, I got to get in this action here. Let's go. He's just a competitive guy. I, I, I can't wait. Jerry Golden Tate really feels he let this organization down. Yeah. He feels he let his teammates down, you know, uh, and he's going to be a guy that's going to be on a mission when he comes back. Good. Uh, you know, so, um, we'll see, you know what I mean? We'll see, but that's, I expect the Slayton to improve. I expect him to play a lot Thursday night Slayton, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, obviously, to get into the mix a lot more, I expect him to be part of the package against Dallas. Man, I really do. Hey, Latimer can't drop the ball, bud. I know. I, I know, know Latimer. And when, Latimer- he, when he does that, you just think, man, this is why he's not a starter. When he does things like that, mm-hmm. I, I'm rooting for for Cody Latimer. He's a good guy. I think he has a lot of talent. But when yep. he drops passes like that, you're like, and here's why, right? And then Benny Fowler. I know. He my, can't catch a ball beyond the sticks, then my, drop back. Oh, I wanted to kill him. And then get tackled a yard short of the sticks. And it was, I think, Banks or Papa said, he had the first down. Yeah, he did. All he had to do was fall forward, basically. Uh, Just stop. Come on, Benny. And those are mistakes that could cost you games, but they cost you drives. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yep, 100%. Can't have that, man. Can't have that. But it has the potential to be a pretty good offense, Jerry. You know, Even without a true number one receiver. But Ingram is going to be the X factor, which I – you know, you'll see, uh, I kind of do that in the article, too, the, the next issue. Ingram's yeah. going to be huge to this offense, man. Prince Sunday night, folks, by the way. So Right. <laughs> um, all right. It's uh, favorite time of the week. Oh, God. Buffoon time, buddy. What a bunch of choices we had, huh? Um, I mean, there was numerous choices. There's a couple easy ones, and, and, and I'm going to go with one of those easy ones. But first, I, I talked to you about this earlier. <laughs> And I wanted to name myself, and here's why. 
I, I know that one thing Chris and I try to do, and I'm not trying to be funny or goofy here, but we try to keep it real. Like, you'll never hear me say, I never said that. Or as Frances would say, I never said that. Like, I admit when I'm wrong, I loved Ron Dane. Um, you know, <laughs> I've had so many wrong in the past, right? Right. I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate that I let the, 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 the analysts and the media get to me about Daniel Jones, uh, especially draft night, right? And, and I always go back to it because I just, I think like, man, I left a, a huge event in Giants history because I was mad and walked home in the rain over bridges. Like, because around me was the entire, like the NFL media just laughing at the Giants and I let it get to me. And I thought, man, they screwed up so bad. And for weeks we were like, don't take Jones, don't take Jones. And the one guy that I remember, and there's maybe, there's probably more, but the one guy that kept sticking up for him was Gil Brandt. And he's like, I don't know mm -hmm. what everybody's looking at. This guy, this kid can play. This yep. is Peyton Manning. And uh, the next day I saw Rex Ryan. Didn't make me feel any better, but he, he called Daniel Jones of the Giants and was like, why is everyone getting mad? This kid's good. And I thought... Well, Rex Ryan doesn't really know quarterbacks. He, he got a tattoo of, of, of his wife with Sanchez's jersey on him. Like, mm -hmm. really? So anyway, I, I was going to name myself because I just thought, don't ever do that again. And I got to tell myself this all the time. And I'm going to say it again next year. Don't let anybody get to you. And this is a message to everybody. If you like a guy, you like a guy. Don't let the media dictate. Don't let analysts dictate. I know they watch a lot of film, but they, you don't know until you know. You don't know until the guy's out there. A pick mm -hmm. is a pick. I mean... It is what it is. I was going to name myself for the the attitude I had that night compared to today. But I, I can't let you do it. I can't let you do it, Jerry. I'm Thank sorry. You. Thank you. But thankfully, my favorite wide receiver, who doesn't play for us anymore, uh, uh, trumped me um, with his statements about why the Giants traded him. And I quote, this was no business move. This was personal. They thought they'd send me here to die. So... Odell Beckham, who signed a kajillion dollar contract with the Giants and then proceeded to go on TV on ESPN with Josine Anderson and bash Manning and bash the basically bash the organization uh, and, and um, embarrass John Mara, uh, you know, never looks at himself, never looks in the mirror and says, this is what I this is what I did wrong to get traded. I was a distraction. I wasn't grateful, you know, for him to say that, like and for all the Cleveland fans that come out, man, I just I laugh at it like. Somebody on Twitter said, and I, I forgive me for not remembering your name, bud, whoever said it. I know you're going to call me out as soon as you hear this podcast. Funny I don't hear Zeitler or hmm. Jabril Pepper saying anything about Cleveland, right? Like, they're just happy right. to be where they are. And I guess, Odell, you know, you're, you're in what, the 50th city in the United States? I mean, there's New York, there's Chicago, there's L.A., there's Boston. Hmm. And I, I don't like the Red Sox, but Boston's a great town. And dare I say top 20, I guess I have to say because of the historical factor, there's, you know, Phillies in the top 20, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Cleveland's not even as nice as Cincinnati, right? I mean, it's no, no, no way. <laughs> it's like the it's like the fiftieth or a hundredth city that you think of. There's a there's a bumper sticker uh, that Steeler fans wear uh, that that have on their car rather that says something like the only sign of life in Cleveland is a sign that says this far to Pittsburgh, and I, I laugh at that. And I used to feel bad for the Browns, right? Yeah, I used to feel bad for the Browns. I'd say, man, the Steelers are like the big bully. They just keep taking their lunch money. You know what? The Browns get barely success and some guys on their team and they run their mouths the way they do. You know yeah. what, man? I, I, I'm rooting. I'm going to root for the Jets week two when they play the Browns. That's how much I can't stand the Browns. And you know what, Odell? 
Keep talking, buddy. Keep talking, because you know what? You're clicks for us. Thank you very much, Odell. I don't even have to make up stories about you. You just do it yourself. So thanks, pal. Thanks for the podcast uh, the downloads and everything, buddy. You are the gift that keeps on giving. You were my buffoon of the week, pal. Thanks. Very good, Jerry. Sorry, Chris. No, what are you sorry about? That was a little long. A little long. No, are you kidding me? I, I love to listen to you go on, man. Nice. I like it. Thanks, buddy. Like, like the passion. And you know what? And my buffoon are going to stay by the team by the lake. There it is. What else? I mean, who else could – I mean, is there any other choice but for Baker Mayfield to be my buffoon of the week? Yeah. I mean, who the hell – that just goes to show you. I mean, if this was 30 years ago, you open your mouth of another team, they would somebody would come in about 50 seconds late and put you on a stretcher. <laughs> I, I put it earlier. I said, I can't wait the Giants play them next year. I, and Dexter Lawrence, by the way, he said he was a little pissed off by that comment. Love that. And Evan Ingram stuck up for, for Jones too. Right. And Dexter Lawrence was like, you know, that's his roommate. Jones is his roommate in camp. You know, and – Dexter Lawrence says, yeah, I'm, I was a little hurt by that comment. I didn't like it too much. And I put it on Twitter. Oh, it would really be a shame if Dexter's 340-pound body fell right on top of that air, that, that punk Mayfield. Okay? I mean, I never heard of this in my life. Somebody taking a shot at another team's quarterback. And now he's – listen, listen. Now he's backtracking. Now he's pulling his crap. Oh, no, I didn't mean that. They, they misinterpreted. First of all, can I ask you this, Jerry, too? Yeah, yeah. So this one is GQ Magazine, oh, a, sports, a sports – paper oh, a sports magazine they create so much news now gq yeah. why huh? is anybody even talking to gq magazine they don't know a difference between a hockey puck and a football <laughs> okay so i mean and, and they seem to be getting every brown they get old dal mayfield oh yeah let's talk about the giants what i mean gq magazine this is what you guys are talking to okay so forget about beside that okay now you're talking about now and now mayfield is totally backtracking all right oh no i called jones i said oh it wasn't about you you specifically said it's mind-blowing they drafted a guy with a losing record in college. Okay? Yep. Specifically said it, Baker. Be a man, okay, and just stick to it. You meant it. Be a man and stick to it. I never saw, you know, as Jones, they ex of course, Jones was asked about it, and he took the high road and says, I, you know, I like watching Baker play and all that. Oh, how great was that response? Okay. I mean, I mean, Baker, shut up, dude. You never won a thing in this league. You never won a thing in college. You won some college games. Big deal. Did you win a national championship? No. So you haven't won a damn thing in this league. Okay? So shut up. To take a shot at, at another team's quarter, at another organization about who they drafted. Isn't that breaking, am, isn't that breaking like a code of conduct too? Like an un, unwritten rule about players like that? Like, I'd Jerry, kill the guy. Yeah. I mean, at one time, they would be gunning for that kid. Yeah. Now times have changed. Nobody's going to take a cheap shot and get, you know, the fines and just whatever, except for Vontez Burfecht. He has no problem taking people out. But other than that, yeah. you're not going to find that, um, which kind of makes me wish Vontez Burfecht was still in that division. I have to be honest with you. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> he says something like that about the Ben. I'm saying Vontez would go after him. But anyway, um, I don't want to see anybody get injured. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to see anybody get injured. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't mind see, see somebody lay him out for the rest of the game. I have to be honest with you. Rough Sorry. Sure. Because uh, you got a big mouth, and I hope the Giants' defensive players keep it in the back of their mind when they play this buffoon next year. Okay, but you know what, Jerry? It's going to be pretty funny watching this team implode this year because they got a bunch of big mouths who think they got the Super Bowl ring already. Yeah, I must have yeah. missed. Them. Yeah, they got a buffoon fan. I put it on Twitter, yeah. uh, getting a tattoo, Super Bowl champions. I mean, this is the Cleveland Browns we're talking about. Yep. Are you kidding me? Crazy, absolutely crazy. I mean, we, we've discussed this before. Baker they didn't have a winning record. <laughs> like, they right. were losing record. Yeah, 500 first. 
have a year with the over 500 and get back to me. Yeah. You know, um, and if you don't think the Ravens and the Steelers are taking this all in, Jerry, right? These are two proud franchises, two good football teams, coached by two hard-nosed guys. Johnny Harbaugh and Mike Tomlin are hard-nosed guys. If you don't think they're telling their teams who the F do these guys think they are talking about winning this division and all that, we're the Ravens. We're the Steelers. They got to go through us. You know what? We'll see when we play these guys. And the Steelers are another team with no drama. Right. So Okay. Yeah, I, so I, Like I said, man, I just feel bad for the Browns. Now, I, I'm... I'm, I, I hope the Steelers bad. destroy them twice. I want to see the Steelers and the Ravens destroy them twice. Yep. A lot of big mouths over there. Baker Mayfield, you could backtrack all you want now and say, oh, I didn't mean this. I mean, you're full of crap. Yep. You meant That's everything right. you said. Okay? You caught so much flack over it because you did the article like a month ago, whatever the hell you did, that stupid GQ article thing. And now he caught a lot of win, you know, a lot of back, a lot of negative feed from it. And now he's trying to act like, you know, he didn't do this or that. He's full of crap. He's a punk. We talked about this when he was drafted. He's showing his true colors now. Well done, buddy. You're my buffoon of the week. Nice, pal. Anything else? No. <laughs> Great job. Oh, my God. So much fun. Uh, next week again, guys, we will drop Monday and Friday. Friday we'll do our final 53, and maybe we'll compare to what we had before. I'll look. I'll read them quickly. I think I still have it saved. It would be kind of comical to look, to, you know, look at what we did two or three months ago to now. Um, and Monday we'll do, uh, we'll do Twitter questions Monday cause we didn't do them this week. Um, and we print Sunday night, uh, and it'll be in the, uh, the Wawa's and the mailboxes, uh, probably by Wednesday of next week in the shop, right? So wherever the hell else we deliver. So buddy, thanks as always. Great job. Um, Thank you. Thank so if you want to order a subscription to the giant insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, for a digital subscription. And download the app, Giant Insider app, from the App Store. Buddy, good stuff, man. Remember, guys, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.